Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Don't click that button, and don't annoy the tech guys. FYI, I'm not a native speaker and live in Germany, so I might get some of the English IT terminology wrong. Sorry about that. This happened during the mid-2000s. I was working for an IT company and was part of a small sales team that focused on IT trainings, mostly sysadmins. There were three sales managers and two assistants, me and S. Aside from one of the sales managers, I was the one with the most knowledge about computers. I often acted as the first troubleshooter when it came to computer problems before calling in tech support. It was a smallish company, so tech support was usually handled by our apprentices and trainees. Tech support was also two floors down, so they usually just showed up in person. I'd been with that company for a few months. S had been with them for a few years. S was the one who'd trained me. Keep that in mind for later. She was also someone who was fake friendly and didn't get along with the tech guys. With none of them. Another reason why they usually came to me with questions or issues. That day, S and I were alone in the office. Our desks were several feet apart. Open plan office, so no cubicles. S decided she wanted to send a birthday wish to a friend and to use one of these free websites that offer e-gift cards. I only noticed that something was wrong when she made a noise of surprise. I asked her what was wrong and she told me about the card and that she just clicked on a pop-up button to get to the card. Now something was installing. Three guesses what she'd just done. She hadn't even finished talking before I was across the floor and under her desk pulling the network, Ethernet cable. Then I called tech support and told them what was going on. Instead of one of the apprentices, the team lead for tech support himself showed up. He looked at her desktop and agreed with me that she'd probably installed a virus and praised me for my quick thinking. He told us that he probably would have to completely reinstall her computer. No biggie, right? Wrong. S, totally flustered, but what about my files? Turned out that she had saved all of her project and work files on her desktop. All of them. Company policy was to save everything either on our private network drive or on the team network drive, which were backed up daily, not on the computer. Something she had explained to me during my initial training. If you looked at her screen, her whole desktop was littered with files, including private stuff. Tech team lead looked at me as if I was able to explain to him what she'd been thinking, why she'd done that. Unfortunately, I was asking myself the same question. He took her computer with him and I'd been right, she'd installed a virus, or a worm, I don't remember what exactly it was, and that by pulling the network cable I'd probably prevented the virus from spreading. While he didn't say it out loud, he hinted strongly that they hadn't even tried to save her files and just set up her computer, deleting all of her files. Yeah, they really didn't like her. Even years later, I'm still grinning about that incident. I didn't like her either. I don't understand. You're going to get pop-ups occasionally. It happens. Even when you go to legit websites, somehow... There's there's occasionally going to be a pop-up that comes up. But before you start clicking on stuff, why don't you read what it says? Or maybe just avoid the pop-up, close the pop-up, and not do that again. Better yet, don't do personal stuff on a company computer. The time the fire suppression system caught fire. 
For a while, I had a contract gig working for a big company. Part of my responsibilities involved some work in a small server room. This server room had its own fire suppression system, separate from the system in the rest of the building. I don't know all the details, but there was a big pressurized tank of fire suppression stuff, not Halon, over in the corner, and a dedicated network of pipes and overhead nozzles to dispense the stuff if it should be needed. And obviously a lot of smoke detectors and such to trigger the thing if there were a fire. One additional detail was that this server room was part of the building security's hourly loop. They were supposed to enter one door, walk the length and width of the room, read a meter for the room temperature to verify the air handler was keeping it all cool, and go out the other door over by the big fire suppressant tank. Obviously, it was critical that the system be fully pressurized at all times, so there was a small air compressor in the system to keep the tank topped up. There must have been some kind of pinhole leak because it would run for a minute or three every couple days. It was rare enough that I don't think I ever actually heard it, at least at first. Then the leak must have gotten worse because the compressor ran more and more. Soon it was running every day, then it must have started running all the time. I wasn't there when it happened, but I was told after the fact that the security guy had been doing his hourly loop and spotted the compressor letting out its magic smoke. So he grabbed a handheld fire extinguisher and put out the fire. No telling what would have happened if the smoke detectors had actually gone off. After all, the big tank was probably not adequately pressurized. But I imagine the system also tied into an EPO switch, so I think the whole room would have gone down. Yeah, I don't know what that fire suppression stuff would have been. Uh, I know Halon was used quite a bit back in the day. The problem is in a closed-in space like that, uh, it sucks all the oxygen out of the air, and it probably wouldn't be good for a tech that was stuck in air when its system went off. So, Probably the same stuff they use in restaurants, though, I would imagine. And I didn't see anywhere in the story where anybody reported that the pressurized system, the compressor for the pressurized system, was continuously running. Like, there wasn't a maintenance guy that, like, checked on that kind of stuff once in a while. Usually those things are supposed to be inspected every so often and certified, at least yearly. Uh, just seems odd. I don't know. Changed my password and now the email doesn't load. You know where this is going. User. I don't know why this doesn't connect. Me. Okay, is there any error message? User, there's this box that keeps popping up that I just X out of any time I start the application. Me, okay, let's restart it and see what it says. User, it's asking for my username and password for some server. <laughs> Me, what's the server? User, company email server. Okay, so have you put in your user ID and password here yet? User, no, I didn't know what it was connecting to. It would stand to reason that when you open Outlook for, you know, email, if there's a box popping up asking for your login to the company email server, you might want to put in those credentials, especially when you just changed your password and the server needs to know who's connecting. Me. Okay, it's trying to connect to the company server. Go ahead and drop in your user ID and password. Hashtag it works. User. Surprise Pikachu. User. How did you know that? And how can I know the next time? Me. Please read the error message or pop-up box instead of immediately ignoring it. User. Me. Again, nobody's reading the pop-ups. It's amazing how many people just X out and ignore pop-ups, error messages, you name it. Like, come on, guys. And if something pops up and you don't know what it is, you could even, you could take a screenshot. You could snap a shot with your phone and, you know, email tech support and ask them what you, what it is and why do you need to log in. I know people are just so used to things automatically happening, but, you know, when you change credentials, it's the way it goes. By the way. The cat cam is back for now. Uh, somehow we lucked out and Nickel decided he was going to take a nap. And it is live. See, there's my there's my camera. So, uh, yeah, aren't we lucky?
yes, I replaced the keyboard. Hello, Tales from Tech Support. I'll share a short story from this morning. I was out on a client's site, one hour of driving from the office to get there, to install a router and clean some mess from previous installations. Old router and switch from ISP still there while not used, long cable and that kind of mess. Classic, easy operation. There's more driving than time used for the job, but this has to be done, so yeah, nothing far from unusual. I got a call from my boss telling me that there's an emergency and asked me if I could go on site. Our hotline got a call from a customer earlier in the morning asking if we can help them with a PC that won't log. They apparently can't get past the Control-Alt-Delete screen before logging in Windows. The other things they mentioned is that the PC had some problem yesterday in the evening and they had to shut it down and it didn't work since. The issue was simply the mouse selecting everything when hovering over text or images or whatever. After the reboot, nothing worked. This is not a big deal. Clearly a mouse or keyboard issue, right? Right? Well, my colleague taking the call asked the user if he can change the keyboard and mouse to see if it still doesn't work. And big surprise, it doesn't work with the other keyboard either. When my boss ends his story, I just told him that I'm pretty sure he didn't try with another keyboard. The issue could be driver related, but this often happens with keyboard with macro key or this kind of stuff, not standard keyboards. The fact is, it doesn't work. We can't remote control the computer without a user logged in, and if it's software related, we have to go. The user's saying that this is an emergency, as always, as he can't use his computer. Guess what? Their office is another hour from where I was, and around 40 minutes from my office, so that already was looking for a late lunch break. I hate late lunch breaks. I get on site around one hour later. The user is on his lunch break. <laughs> I didn't have mine yet, and I'm at least 40 minutes away from it. I hate it. They ask for an emergency and just leave the office to go get lunch break? Like seriously? Never mind. I asked someone on site where's the computer. No, I will not wait for the user. I'm damn hungry. I get in front of the computer and tried multiple things. At first, the reboot. We can't trust the user about reboots. We all know that. Then I changed the keyboard USB port. We never know. Still not working. Before getting deep into software problems or that kind of stuff, I decided I'll just assume for one moment that this is the old keyboard and it was never changed. I was just sure of it and I'll try that first. I just tried a little thing, a key shortcut that would work even in the logging screen. Win plus P. Yup, that works. The keyboard works fine, only the control alt delete doesn't work. Then my eye just noticed something, a key is stuck. A freaking key is stuck. I was right, they didn't change the keyboard, but worse, I got a late lunch. I'm now grumpy. I got to drive an extra hour for a stuck key. If you can guess what key was stuck with what I said, congrats to you. So yeah, don't forget from rules of tech support. Rule number one, users lie. I'm writing this during my late lunch break. Have a nice day. Why lie about something so stupid like that? You could even say something dumb like, you know, we don't have an extra keyboard for me to try, which you could always try from another colleague just to see if that's the problem, but yeah. And I'm sorry, but if you're trying to use those keys, you can tell when one is stuck. So yeah. Unable to remote into my desktop, I've been working in BPO IT service for years now and encountered some users whose common sense took a vacation from their minds. One such story is that from my last account, their last employees are, we call hybrid that some weeks they're in office and some at home controlling their office PC using a remote desktop in their Citrix page. This one caller, since she was having network issues at home, she was permitted to go to the office. She called us in and said unable to remote into her computer. So that being said, I assume she's at home. So I pinged her workstation and couldn't get a response. I asked if she could call to the office to ask someone to try restarting the computer or to check if it's on or has a network connection. Then she informed me she's at the office and seating next to her computer. 
So I probed her more, then the full story came to light. Continuing on from her home network issue, her office desktop has no connection. So she logged into the desktop next to hers and logged into Citrix to remote into her no network desktop. In the end, I explained to her that what she was trying to do is impossible since in order for you to remote into the computer, the computer itself needs to be on and online. So I logged the ticket and sent to their local IT to fix the computer to be online again. <laughs> I just don't understand, man. If the initial computer's dead or has no connections, then what makes you think it's going to work from somewhere else? Ooh, I see another pair of feet. Oh, we got two cats and the story's over. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.